Welcome to the Cultivate and Celebrate podcast, a podcast for the everyday mama who craves a simple and joy-filled life in a fast-paced world. I'm Amber Brogdon-Page, real-life toddler mama, business owner, and your podcast host. I'm here to encourage you as we walk through this season of life together. Grab your favorite drink and join me for practical tips and honest conversations. Toss the confetti and let's dive in. I can't be the only one who is in disbelief that we're in August. And just like that, summer is coming to an end. How is it possible? At least here in Florida, that only means summer vacation because the heat is here to stay for at least a couple more months. I'm finally back on the mic after taking a little hiatus from podcasting. I've missed this space so much and seeing your reviews, reading your comments and receiving your messages keeps me going to keep creating. So thank you so much for taking a minute to send these to me. August brings a lot of emotions in my world. I think back to four years ago when we were anxiously awaiting the arrival of our sweet baby boy. We had no idea just how much our world was going to change. Being nine months pregnant in the Florida heat and humidity is no joke. I think back to those last few weeks of pregnancy, pretty miserable. Everything from turning over in bed to sitting down or simply getting up from a chair was a challenge. I couldn't wait for him to be here in our arms. And here we are about to have a four-year-old. Always a time full of bittersweet feelings for me. So whether you're in the preschool days like we are, or your kids are in elementary, middle, or high school, I'm sharing how to make this transition into this back-to-school season a little easier for everyone. I want to start this out by saying everything can just be done little by little, step by step. You don't have to overwhelm yourself with completely changing your routine at once. I'm still learning things every single day, and lately it's been on my heart to let this moment be here without trying to rush into the next. As a planner at heart, I thrive on looking ahead and something about trying to be just one step ahead gives me a sense of control in my mind. But what if we loosen the grips just a little bit? I'm making an effort to be more mindful of being here right now in this present moment. There's so much magic and fun to be found in the white space when things are not overly planned. When I do overly plan and try to control what's ahead, I realize I'm totally missing out on the here and now. So instead of writing off these last few days of summer, I'm going to try to enjoy them the best I can with my favorite people. This isn't to say I'm not planning ahead because of course we all need some sense of routine and structure to thrive. I know our family does at least. But maybe you're like me and you seem to have an all or nothing type approach when it comes to planning or any type of routine. For me, this mindset is toxic and debilitating. It brings out the perfectionist side of me that eventually paralyzes me because nothing is ever going to be good enough. You may not even realize you have this mindset. So say you have 15 minutes at home before it's time to pick up the kids. Instead of thinking it's pointless to try and get any cleaning done, since you certainly can't get the entire house clean right now, try doing a small task that you can complete. Maybe that's vacuuming the floors, cleaning the countertops, or going around the house and picking up all the things that are out of place and placing them in a basket that you can sort through as a family later in the evening. 
So it may work best for your family to slowly reincorporate routines before school starts. Even adjusting bedtime and wake time, even by 15 minutes a day to get everyone well adjusted rather than the wake up call that's three hours earlier than they're normally used to in the summertime on the first day of school. Another thing you can do is to shop for school supplies and new clothes if needed now. So not waiting until the last minute, but rather do a little bit here and a little bit there. If your child enjoys picking them out in the store, make it a fun outing. Maybe get lunch and a trip to Target. If not, place an Amazon order or a Target pickup and call it a day. Create space for a natural conversation with your family. Ask your child how they're feeling about starting a new school year. Listen to them, ask questions, and reassure them and help prep them for the change. You will be really surprised what just a simple conversation can bring out, even with the youngest of kids. So give them the space to talk it out and be a listening ear. And make it fun. We switch out books on Beckett's wall bookshelf to fit a theme, season, or holiday. So of course we have it filled with all books about preschool, sharing, etc. I'll link our favorite books in the show notes. So right now it's the beginning of August. And here's what I'm doing now to slowly and easily transition into a new fall routine without making it a hard and fast switch. I have a list of household tasks that make our life a bit easier and I'm getting to them when I have the margin. It's not something that I'm making myself do one a day or one a week even. Um, I'm just doing it as I can and just releasing that pressure off of myself to have it done um, within a certain amount of time has been really freeing. It's great if these can be done before the new school year starts, but don't let perfectionism paralyze you from even doing them at all. One of the tasks is cleaning out the fridge. So I've already done this. It took me about 20 minutes. Um, So I took everything out of the fridge, I checked expiration dates, I wiped down all the shelves and the drawers and simply placed things back in categories. So when you're doing this, you can make a list of what you need to restock on your next trip to the grocery store. And repeat this for the freezer and the pantry. This is a great way to look at your inventory and see what you need for upcoming school lunches, after school snacks, breakfast, anything like that. The next thing is a clothes clean out. So I have done this already as well and it took me probably 20-30 minutes as well. So go through all of your child's clothes and shoes, make piles of what no longer fits to donate or pass down to somebody else, make another pile of what currently fits, and then another of what's out of season or is too big, waiting to grow into, etc. Go ahead and take the pile of clothes to donate or pass down out of your living space so you don't see it. Place it in your car for the next time you drive by the donations bin or see a friend whose child can grow into them. The next one that we are about to start is the chore chart slash family routines. So have these listed and placed in a common area of the house, typically on the refrigerator or a command center. Whether it's a chore chart for your kids or a list of weekly routines, take some time to have a conversation about expectations and communication around these chores and routines. So Beckett has been asking to help feed the cats and gets really excited when he does things without having to be asked like putting his clothes when he takes them off into the laundry bin or picks up his toys without being asked, things like that. So I think it's a great age for him to start with a chore chart. 
I just ordered a magnetic responsibility chart on Amazon and I'll link the link to this in the show notes and we're going to make it a fun little weekly thing with a Friday treat reward. Another thing I did was to create a little drop zone slash command center for Beckett. My husband thinks I'm ridiculous, but I'm already seeing how he's loving this and thriving in it. So I'm just going to let my husband think I'm crazy. So we have a hall closet in the front of our house that I just turned into a little drop zone for Beckett. And this space has been different things since we've lived in this house. It's been um, like a cleaning closet. It's been... Um, like an extra toy area, but I was thinking about how I really wanted him to have like a designated space for his clothes and shoes, clothes for the week, um, and then shoes and things like that. So on the shelves in the closet, I have little buckets that I just already had. Um, and so those are labeled with the days of the week where I lay his clothes out. And so he'll have a bucket for each day of the week. And then on the floor, we have a little shoe rack where he can independently pick out his shoes and also go put them up when he gets home for the day. And a little basket of socks where he can go pick out his socks for the day. And a place for his sunglasses, his school bag, things like that. So this is helping him gain a sense of independence and responsibility. And he's super excited about it. So I'm going to keep doing it. Right now, it's just his little drop zone and command center. So we'll see how that works. One thing I'm doing for myself is trying to reduce decision fatigue. I feel like I, in my mind, sometimes I make things a lot harder than they need to be. So I'm trying to simplify decisions in my own head. So for one, this is something like making breakfast easy. I'm a big breakfast person. I'm a big everything, every meal person, but um, I find myself going to Chick-fil-A more times a week than I care to admit. So I'm really trying to be more mindful about the spending on that and also just being a little bit healthier. So for myself, this is going to be making a smoothie each morning. I have the little Shakeology smoothies that are like ready to go. And so I've been doing this for about a week now and this routine will eventually become a habit, but it's something that I don't have to think about breakfast in the morning. I just know I wake up and make a shake. And so that's really working well for me so far. And I am just gonna keep it up without having to think about what's for breakfast. And then keeping my weekly workout classes on the same days and time for consistency sake, this isn't always going to work out, but um, I would like to have like a set schedule that I kind of, you know, adhere to each week. And so that way I don't have to have completely different schedules each week. I'm really craving some type of consistency in this season of my life. And so that's something that I'm just going to simplify and reduce the decision fatigue on as well. And then meal planning for the month. We switched from weekly meal planning to monthly meal planning because it's allowing us to have a bigger picture, more variety in our meals, and making smarter trips to the grocery store. Of course, this does not always go as planned. We have the margin to switch it up if we want to or, you know, do takeout one night instead of what's planned. But um, generally speaking, we follow this meal plan and that way we know, you know, one night is pizza. The next night might be chicken, the next night fish, whatever. So here's a little reminder that no matter how it looks from the outside, not one single person has it all together. Just a reminder to give yourself grace. And if this season means easing into it slowly, 
If that's what's best for you, then do that. If you need to implement everything right now, then do that. Like no matter what you choose, do what's best for you and your family and what's going to work for you. You're doing a great job and here is to a great end to the summer and easy transition into a healthy and happy new school year. Thank you so much for joining me this week, friend. Want to keep the celebration going? Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Amber Brogdon page. Check out the show notes for links to everything mentioned on today's episode. If you're enjoying the podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review wherever you're listening today. It only takes a few seconds, but it really does make a difference in reaching new listeners. Thanks again for joining me on this episode of Cultivate and Celebrate. I'm always cheering you on, friend. Until next time.